It doesn't even feel like we started. I'll be honest. Well, I'm the black man, black man outside. I'm the black man, black man outside. I'm the black man, black man outside. I'm the black man, black man, black 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 Welcome to another episode of Black Man Do Talk, where we have overdue conversations from a black man perspective. It's your boy, Caleb Berry. We on the couch today. <laughs> we are on the couch today. We are. We sit comfortable. It's nice. You got the books in the background, make us look real smart and sophisticated. You know what I mean? Sophistication. <laughs> pause. What do you mean, pause? That was <laughs> a pause moment. He said sophisticated, so I was like, oh, Warning! Yeah. Warning! 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 SBC, warning! You know what I mean? This episode will be 18 they be, and over. They be whipping, whipping that leg. It Ooh, wow. Whoa there. Warning! 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 <laughs> you own one. Me? You made this episode explicit. We're not even five minutes <laughs> in, nigga. Not at all, bro. It's not even a kid-friendly episode no more. Oh, my gosh. Is it ever, yeah. though? Is it ever? Uh, I depends. would say I think it is Do you mind your kid Hearing the word nigga All the time Nigga That's nigga the- nigga Okay <laughs> Let's clip that one Anyway Yeah man Hi. <laughs> How's your week man Week or day When I'm It was cool man It yeah. was cool You know what I'm saying uh, Yeah Work wasn't too crazy Yeah um, Yeah How about yours It was a good week overall I think today was probably the the weirdest day, because emotionally, which is crazy, what we talking about what we talking about today. Weird. Um, it was like up and down, random emotions here and there, certain situations coming up, but it was good overall. Um, and I Solid. posted that one thing. I was just like, "Yo, like it's about to be, it's, it's been a long day," and I was like, uh, "The day isn't over." Um, Hilarious. It's not. And I was just like, <laughs> "Man," I just, so I was just like, "Okay, what's what's the rest of the day about to bring?" But. It was it was good, man. Had some conversations with some homies, uh, and got to a place of like confession, and like I am I am literally now at a place where I have nothing to confess anymore, and it feels interesting, freeing, like just being known completely. Okay, you know what I'm saying. And yeah. so that felt good. That felt really good. Yeah. What's up? You are so whack, bro. What are you doing? Why are you looking like that? What did I do? <laughs> you just like I was. I w- Were you waiting for something else after that? I didn't know what you. All right, yeah. <laughs> wait till we wait till we look at this again. Like, did y'all see? His Don't face? worry. I was just being a good listener. Oh, sorry for caring. Apology accepted. Promise it won't happen again. <laughs> leave your leave your cares everywhere else. Yeah, but nigga. anyway, speaking of emotions, um, how are you with yours? How am I with my emotions? How are you with your emotions? Hey, we just coming in. This is not even <laughs> coming in hot. intro. It's coming in. Nah, right nah, nah, nah. But on uh, on a on a more serious tip, I guess you could say. Um, yeah, the uh, red pill community have oh. constantly been using this word of stoic. You know what I'm saying? Stoicism. Stoicism and. Um, and I, I've just been hearing a lot from that particular community. They don't like um, it. And then, huh? They don't like it or? No, they love it. They teach it. Ooh, you know girl, he's so stoic. Look they, at him. They teach it. Over there being stoic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then for those who, like, may not know what stoic is, but, like, it's just one of those things of, like, not showing emotions. 
really. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, men are supposed to be stoic. Men are not supposed to show emotions. Um, and if, this is like a little sidebar to it, but if they do, it's only for men. Like, you don't share that with women, <laughs> which is, it throws that me off still. Weird. You know? so it does sound weird. And so it's like you got that and then you have uh, and, and you can probably attest to this in your own uh, relationships with your homeboys. You know what I'm saying? It's just like there's this other side that's also like, hey, express your emotions like any and all. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, stoic versus uh, expression. And I'm like, OK, or, let's or or like suppression versus expression. It sound like they're. It sound like they're more so saying, "You suppress." Well, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's yeah, that's a part of that stoic piece that they're talking about. So, um, yeah, man. And I was actually talking to one of the homies today, uh, Tia, actually, um, and we were trying. And she actually asked a good question, and, and I'll let you start with this first. It's like, man, what do you think this idea of the stoic man comes from? Uh. Uh, probably like a, uh, I don't know, maybe like a misconception of manhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you know, like what we always talk about this idea that you gotta look a certain way, act a certain way, mm-hmm. and it's more so, I think, rooted in like a, a place of like, I have to choose this or be a man, right? So, and I think it's a lot of places, right? I have to choose, you know, being broke or being a man, which being a man means you, you're not, in instance, you make a lot of money. I have to choose, you know, uh, I don't know, having sex with a lot of girls or not being a man. It's like you're always pitting your manhood against something uh, when in actuality you can, you know, you can be broke and be a man, yeah. right? You can... <clears throat> not sleep with a lot of women and be a man like manhood isn't necessarily defined by what you do but uh, you know being a man is like who you are yeah it's like character characteristics right Mm -hmm. um which leads into like how do you express your emotions so even from like a character like standpoint um we've heard i've heard people talk about how like you know we have like the 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 whole uh, uh simp Type of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They talk about Drake, and he's always, like, simping for women and stuff like that. Well, in actuality, you know what I'm saying? Like, that kind of perspective is not necessarily, like, a bad thing to have because, you know, being in tune with your emotions is a very uh, – again, we've talked about it a lot. Being in tune with your emotions is a, is a, is a tool. Yeah. It's a weapon. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I can express myself uh, fully – if I can express myself holistically um, and completely. Yeah. Um, I think it just, it really stems from like a misconception. For sure. Yeah. And I think as of late too, like it's been more so taught in a sense of like verbally taught than before. And this is good. And I could just be completely well, I think like, you may well, be- it, it, this is what I mean though. Like when I say taught verbally, I think before the only thing we really got was don't cry. We never heard really, hey, you can't show emotions. Hey, you can't be sad. You know what I'm saying? We just heard verbally, don't cry. And then we saw them not show these emotions and different things like that. Whereas now I'm seeing a lot of like, yeah, you don't cry as a man. Like they're saying this 
out loud and teaching this. Yeah. You are stoic. You know what I'm saying? You don't show emotions. You you hold those things in. You don't express those things in a way uh, that will uh, look make you look feminine. You know what I'm saying? I'm starting to see way more of the details of that being taught now, whereas before it wasn't really taught. Because you see a lot of these cats in the Red Pill community, they're just like, yo, like I'm just trying to help these brothers out. That's all mm. I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to uh, trying to help men guard themselves and different things like that. I'm like, this is not, yeah. this isn't guarding. Yeah, I think you know. Anytime I've listened to like Red Pill people, man, um, I think it, I, I can't get past the fact that a lot of them sound hurt. Facts. I think a lot of them develop have developed, and you know, I'm not a therapist or a psychologist, sociologist, whatever. You know, take it with a grain of salt. For sure, but. I think a lot of them sound like they've developed this mentality um, from a place, uh, like from a reactionary standpoint. Mm -hmm. They experience X, Y, Z. So now women, relationships, emotions can only be viewed in this one light because of yeah. what happened yeah. to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like even uh, um, like Fresh and Fit is like one of the most, po one of the more popular uh, toxic kind of red pill um, yeah, the niggas is toxic, and I said it. Oh, very, um, very. Um, they're one of the more toxic uh, red pill podcasts, and uh, one of the guys on there, his main thing is like, you know, women want money from men, men want sex from women. Yeah, like, that's what it all boils down to, essentially, for him. Mm -hmm. um, and he's like, we're all just in a, you know, whatever. While just in, you know in the world interacting, trying to get that thing out of the op, uh, out of one another. Yeah, and it's just like damn, that simplifies human relations to such a degree that it's almost kind of like we're cavemen. Yeah, <laughs> like like have we not evolved? It's like the relational, and it's it's interesting because he also talks about investing, um, and so he has fitness. like fitness. He, so he, he has him, yeah. It's it's almost like he's compartment compartmentalized relationships to this caveman like um, very basic, very uh, rudimentary kind of aspect. While every other part of uh, of life is very complex, and yeah. has nuance. <clears throat> and I'm like, that's interesting. And for me, I, I can't I can't fathom any other reason other than somebody hurt you. Yeah, and that's not me trying to be funny. This is like yo, like. I think you react. You react when you when you uh, experience pain. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. Um, but yeah, like a lot of the red pill stuff is very toxic. It's very like, it, yeah, it's yeah. very not okay. No, nah, I I agree with that. Y'all should stop <clears throat> watching Fresh and Fit though. By the way, this is not a good idea. Wait, what'd you say? So they should stop watching Fresh and Fit. It's a it's a bad idea. Yeah, fellas, if you're trying to grow, that's not it. That's it's not it. They, they they aren't helping. And actually, like, I had a conversation with a cat that's a part of the Red Pill community, you know what I'm saying, that really looks up to these fresher fit guys and whatnot. And, um, and it's crazy because it's like, as I'm having these conversations, like, these cats, like, some of them believe in the God of the Bible. You know what I'm saying? And one of the things I realized after even having conversations with this particular cat, you know what I'm saying, like, I feel as though... Um, I was like, and, and this is, again, this is me personally, just based off conversation. It is easier to have the mindset of, like, 
women are the issue because it allows you um, to not address the actual root of it. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But in the same conversation, and I say that because, like, in the same conversation, like, I brought up, like, God. Because I asked him, I said, yo, like, where does emotions come from? He said, it comes from God. I said, bet, let's start there. You start there and you start to uh, talk about emotions the way he's called it to. Um, you start to utilize your emotions and show your emotions like he started to. And this seemed to be like a, uh, I don't know, like um, he cut it off there. You know what I'm saying? Um, like the particular conversation, at least like he didn't, he didn't hit me back. Um, but I think it's because it's like you have to begin to look at yourself and your issues if you start with God first and the creator of emotions. But if you start with the red pill community, you can blame women like he was doing. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I was just like, yeah. And that's what, that's one of the things I kept trying to challenge him on. Cause I said, bro, like you have no bearings when it concerns this particular conversation. If you say that emotions come from God and he's created it in a, such a way that it's actually beneficial for us. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's, it's almost as if, you know, they're operating from a place of, like you, I think you said it, they're guarding themselves. Yeah. And that's a tough place to be uh, with your emotions because I think when you're on guard, you have to assume anybody within any sort of proximity is a threat. Yeah. Like, think about a guard. Like, if you watch Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. You know, when the king is sitting on the Iron Throne, you try to step anywhere near that throne, them guards going to flex up with oh, their swords. real quick. You know what I'm saying? Think about, think about Secret Service. You try to get anywhere near the president, arms coming out. Yeah. They're keeping you away. Like Bouncers when you're on, and celebrities? Yeah, like, <laughs> like security with celebrities. Yeah. They're, like, moving you out the way because when you're on guard – you're like you have to keep people at a certain distance for safety. Yeah. Because you do not afford people trust. Yeah. Trust is not given unless you're allowed in. Yeah. Vulnerability is very opposite. Yeah. Vulnerability says come as close as you want. Mm-hmm. You can see the most inner parts of me. Yeah. That's the that's the issue with trying to guard your emotions. Yeah. If you guard them, you're going to naturally like keep people away. Mm-hmm. But if you let the Lord guard it for you, it's like, okay, you can come as close as you want because nobody's going to get close enough to hurt me. Yeah. Because no, the Lord's guarding that's good. me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the tough part about trying to uh, debunk the myth in the church of guarding your heart. Yeah. The best it, way to do that is give it to God. No, I hear that. And I think it's crazy, too, because like, there's a thought, thought process of, like, you be stoic, you don't show your emotions, you know what I'm saying? Or as you said earlier, too, like, you suppress them. But the only ones that are acceptable is frustration and anger. I wonder why. That you show. I wonder why. That you share. And I'm like, that makes no sense in my brain. It doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, that makes no sense at all. And then also, in the conversation that I had, too, they was just like, man, like, I feel like uh, they started bringing up different casts in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus flipping over tables. Like, that shows like that. Why is that everybody? Bro, I don't. I said, fam. So out of context, though. (laughs) It it was definitely out of context. Like, he brought that up, and he brought some other cats up, too. And I said, you do know these guys, like, yes, he flipped over tables, but he Mm -hmm. also, like, prayed before the Father in vulnerability. You know what I'm saying? With his emotions. I was just like, Golgotha. 
You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of emotions there. It ain't got nothing to do with anger or frustration right. that he shared. You know what I'm saying? Like, you look at David, like, yeah, like, the nigga uh, 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 was real, I guess, quote, manly when he was facing Goliath, but he's also the same one that, like, you look at the Psalms, he was like, God, where are you? You know what I'm saying? And, like, really showing that side of, like. David played the harp. He played the harp. put Saul to sleep. He would literally lull this nigga to sleep. Like, facts. <laughs> like. Uh, in the Red Pill community would be like, man, that's real feminine. Because the nigga didn't play a trumpet. Because you know the saying? nigga didn't play a trumpet. That's he didn't play a trumpet. He real feminine. You know what I'm saying? And so, but yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely seeing like a lot of, it's just very one-sided. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As I'm hearing them talk about God and different characters of the scriptures, I'm just like, y'all are leaving the whole total opposite side. Which for me, I'm just like, fam, like as you look at Jesus, as you look at certain characters in the scriptures, you should be able to see like there's a balance in how you go about your emotions. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, and so many different facets. So that's why even like on a um, one of the reels we had uh, last week, it's just like, yo, like there's healthy ways to go about your emotions and unhealthy ways to go about them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so with that, with with you and, and growing up with these things of emotions, would you say like, yeah? How was how were you taught? Actually, you know, what? I'm just going. I'm gonna ask the question just like this, like I wrote it. Like, how did you go through your moments of, like, whether it be sadness, anger, or whatever the case may be, like before, uh, like years ago, um, as opposed to now? Like, what would you say the difference is? Of how you go about your emotions? Um, yeah, I don't really, run, I don't run from my emotions anymore. Mm. Um, I think I process them a lot more openly. Yeah, um, I own, like, I own my emotions. That's one of my biggest things. I take ownership of how I feel. Yeah. Um, and what I mean by that is, like, for example, if, like, let's say you said something to me. Let's say, hey, Elisha, I'm going through a time in my life where. I really believe it's time for me to like start putting Caleb first. Mm-hmm. I could process that as you being selfish. Mm. That's not what you said, though. Mm-hmm. Right? So I have to take ownership, one, because I, I, I think I went through a fa- some phases. One, I would just ignore it. Two, I'd be like, ah, I shouldn't feel this way. Let me try to push it to the side. But now I'm like, no. Even if I truly believe I shouldn't feel that way, mm-hmm. let me try and hone in on why I feel that way, right? So, like, I really take ownership of how I feel and why I feel that way. And then a lot of times I can, when I do that, I can trace back a root of it, right? You know, sometimes it's, okay, this happened to me when I was younger. Yeah. And so, like, subconsciously, I have a natural emotional response to that. Other times it could be like, oh, I just really don't like that or I don't like how you said that. Sometimes it's I hear things a different way than they are meant. Yeah. And a lot of times in situations I've gotten to the the point where it's like, okay, I can hear you say something. It makes me feel like this is what you mean. And I recognize, okay, even if this is what I feel, they this is what they mean, I have to allow them to expound upon that or give clarity just like I have to allow myself to feel that naturally. So I, I really try to take ownership of it and like walk through, process them, um, however long it may take. Yeah. That's what's up. When you, you earlier you said you used to running. 
All right. Yeah. What did running look like? I just wouldn't for you. Think about it. I I wouldn't think about it, or if I did think about it, it would be like ah, I shouldn't feel this way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It just yeah yeah I would yeah I wouldn't try to think of a good example without like saying too much. Uh yeah like so like there was an instance in a friend group where something went down, um, and the majority of the group was like this is cool this is a good thing and i just felt left out to dry yeah and i was like yo like everybody's happy but this is affecting me a certain way and because everybody was like so happy about it i felt like i couldn't bring that to the forefront yeah i felt like i couldn't process that and so these are some of my closest friends right and I just sat on it for, like, a while. Yeah. It's like, I shouldn't feel this way. Trey, you should be happy. And part of me was happy. The other part of me was, well, that's a lie. At the time, I wasn't. Yeah. At the time, I wasn't happy about it. Um, but I grew to be happy as I processed. Or not even, pro- I can't say I processed. I grew to be happy just as things went along. But I never really processed out loud with anybody or even myself mm-hmm. how that situation really, really made me feel. And so... It wasn't a, I didn't feel it. It was every time I would feel something, I would just push it to the side. Yeah. Like, bury it, bury it deep, 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 deep down. And in some instances, like, I had to fake it. Yeah. I had to fake like I was good. I wasn't. Sheesh. Yeah. I was about to say, yeah, my my running, and and I realize this also as of, like, late, when, and mostly when I don't want to deal with something, uh-huh. but especially, like, before, like, when it concerned my emotions, I was just like, Put on some loud music. Put you know on what some saying? loud. What would the loud music like, do for you? To an extent, it would make me forget about it because I'm like listening. I'm, I'm like listen to lyrics. I'm going over the lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it, it don't. And this is not worship. This is not. I'm not listening to Maverick City music in this moment. You know listen, what I'm saying? Like listen to Chris Brown. I'm listening to. Yeah, actually, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it'd be like Chris listen, Brown, or it'd be like it's funny because I China. go from like different. Dang, bro, you ain't never gonna live that down. <laughs> no, nigga, I'm you never letting you live that down. Live that, that was down. the goofiest thing you've ever done, bro. I know it. I God know me. it. I didn't know what else to do. It was already lost. It was already lost from the beginning. <laughs> but, <laughs> but nah, like I would just like listen to the music and then like, um, and this is probably weird too. But I, like I would literally like. Uh, Cause I love to dance too You know what I'm saying Like I would just think about Dance stuff You know what I'm saying In my head As I'm like listening to it So that would To an extent And it would suppress Mostly Obviously um, Kind of It would help me to Not Think about Those emotions You know what I'm saying And sometimes I got to a point Where I literally Would forget about it But it was still there You know what I'm saying And so I would literally Like either listen to music I would go Watch a movie I would just do something. I couldn't just sit there. Because if I sat there with just nothing playing in my head, like, I would have to think about it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And so I would do anything and everything in my power just to to fight those things. But now, um, again, for the most part, because I'm still working through some of that. You know what I'm saying? To where it's like, I just, I go and share. Like, if, I, if my level of sadness is on two, I'm going to share that too. Because I remember what happened when, beforehand, when it was on two, and my sadness was, like, attitude. Then I drowned it out, and then eventually it turned into, like, ten. 
for and sure. now like it just really put me in a worse space you know what i'm saying for sure for sure um and so and yeah and then also isolation that was another thing and i think at at times we all do that like the whole isolation piece but i would really not talk to anybody yeah. um like with me it's just like and i told my homies i said when i get quiet i'm probably not in a good place uh. you know what i'm saying um, and so they know that about me too. So, and I was about to say like, fellas too, like, I think one, one thing would be really good for us is like, as you start to, uh, to learn yourself, like start sharing what you tend to do with your homies. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? So they'll know these things and let they'll be in. watching out for these things. Yeah, you know what I'm in. saying? Um, cause again, like I, I, I've had to do that even as like, uh, like, like even recently, um, actually like this was a year ago, uh, about a year ago. But I also, like, reminded them again, like, today, just kind of, like, how I navigate certain issues. You know what I'm saying? And so they're, they're going to be looking for it now, you know? And I'm just like, huh. that, that, that's very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but, yeah, man, I, and I think also, too, like, it, it doesn't help to attack other things. Uh such as the women. Like, the women. Huh? <laughs> the way you said that was funny. The women. For the women. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, no, nah, because again, like going back to the, the red pill piece, like their main issues, like their their main way of like handling their emotions is attacking the women. You know? I feel. And I'm sure that's not what they mean to do. Nah. Uh, it, it comes from a place. Well, yeah, well I don't know what they a, mean there's a, to there's do. There's a more root yeah, of it. There's a more root. That's how like, it comes off for it sure. It comes off. You know, because I'm just like, because as I've looked at some of the issues that I even had with women, like, there's just been times where it's like, nah, brother, this it wasn't them. It was you, yeah. Caleb. Yeah. Like, you were the problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, and I think that's another thing, too, being able to recognize when you're actually the issue. You know? Yeah. That's um, a very, like, I feel like that's a very, that's a skill you have to intentionally, like, hone in on. Yeah. Right? You have to really really like look and say okay let me look inward and see where i messed up see what i could have done better yeah um and not just doing it at at like you know detrimental points in your life but yeah. like doing it consistently right yeah like for example i showed up 15 minutes late for setup today look at that and be like okay yeah i can probably load the car the day before yeah i probably should do xyz but it's like you have like developing a habit of doing that, and in a healthy way, right? Because if you do it like too much, it could be, you could become overly critical of yourself, yeah. And it could, you know, tiptoe on the line of self-deprecation for sure. But like a healthy, like a healthy way of like, is there a way I can improve in this situation? Yeah, right. And asking the question doesn't mean you're always going to find a way to improve, because sometimes when I ask the question. I'm just confronted with my own humanity. Yeah. There's nothing I can do better. Yeah. Not because I refuse to do it, but because I just literally am at my, my the end of my ability. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. um, and until the Lord increases my capacity, um, or I have to, you know, wait for that, or I have to allow the Lord to fill in where I cannot. I think just asking the question, I think that that's a that's a fairly good place to be in. Yeah. Because it allows you to, get in the habit of reviewing things, right? Yeah. Looking over situations um, and not looking for, and it's also a perspective thing because I think when you go in and like, where can I improve? You don't look at it. You don't look, you're not in a, you're not supposed to be in a space where you're 
searching every situation for what somebody else did wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Or how you could justify your position in a certain place, in a certain situation. But you're looking at it from the standpoint of like, okay, cool. This happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. Is there a place where I can improve? Yeah. Right. Is there a place where I, I could maybe do this better or do this differently? Mm-hmm. Right. And then coming at it from that standpoint, it's it's the focus on me because, again, it, al- it allows you to see where you can improve on. Yeah. And it allows you to see, like, hey, no need to stress over that. You can't you can't do everything right, and you can't do better at everything. Yeah. Sometimes you just will have to be um, content with your capacity mm-hmm. and be faithful and allow the Lord to fill that in for you. Yeah. And I think that's good, too, because there's been moments I know for me over the years where I legitimately was trying to look in, but unfortunately I didn't do it in that manner, in that healthy way. It was more so like, I felt like I started to blame myself for everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and that's one of the worst things that we can do. Um, because there's a lot of condemnation that comes with that. You know what I'm saying? Like like, there's a lot of like, you know, you just like look just down at yourself and you don't look at yourself as how Christ really looks at you anymore. Right, you right. know what I'm saying? And so being able to look at it in a healthy manner, to just ask those couple of questions like, hey, what could I have done better? Um, I think that is good. And that's something that I have definitely been able to do as of late, um, especially with some situations that's happened in the past. Um, and uh, But, yeah, I was just like, man, I think that's good. Now, I, I will say this. I do think, um, and this is just for my... I guess for the cast, it's like, you know, uh, and, and non-believers, believers, whatever. But specifically, I would say for, ah, yeah, non-believers, I would say, like, as we are, like, we understand how social, um, what the society has taught us. You know what I'm saying? We're starting uh-huh. to, we, we know that a little bit more. This is what society has taught. This is what I saw with my dad and different things like that. But I think we really have to start getting to a place where we say, okay, I get that, but let me really go to the source. Because, like, the consistency of just, well, society told me this. I only saw this with my parents, and you just kind of leave it at that. That's why you kind of are where you are. I think that's going to that's be a problem every time because you're not going to grow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I'm just like, you have to do your due diligence now. Except you know these things are lies to really find out what the truth is. You know what I'm saying? And I think, again, that, that starts with getting to your word and understanding who God is, like how he addressed emotions and what he said for us as men to, you know what I'm saying, how we go about our emotions as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So kind of like attacking the lies. Yeah, you got to attack the lies. You know what I'm saying? I think we sit passively because uh, we're just waiting on someone to come and teach us. You know what I mean? Like, we're just waiting on someone to show us, which I think that's, like, I think it's good to want that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, To have that person in our lives that can, like, really show us how to go about our emotions and how to to be, like, godly men. I think we want that. We want to be able to look up to somebody like that. But in the meantime, between time, my guy, like, you got the scriptures. Take some responsibility. Yeah, you got the scriptures. Like, you go to the scriptures on, on how to work on your pride. You go to the scriptures on how to, uh, to to lead well in whatever ministry or whatever your, whatever job that you're doing. Like, you go to the ministry or you go to the word for, like, different things. Like, fam, go for your emotions. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. That's and facts. so, but there definitely needs to be some self-accountability there. You know what I'm saying? And again, this is not on some, like, 
blaming you or trying to like victim blame or whatever the case may be. But it's like, nah, like let's let's make war against this mug. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. And yeah. Yeah. So, man, those are some of the the things I was definitely having these kind of, bruh. I would love to have somebody from the Red Pill community come up, like at least three of them. You know what I'm saying? And have a conversation with us face to face. I don't know how nice that would be after we just tore into them niggas. I think it would be stoic. I think it would be stoic. That's hilarious. <laughs> nah, I'm pretty sure emotions would definitely fly in that space. I'm down. You know, I'm always down. down. Heck yeah. So if anybody's out there, you know what I'm saying, any of my uh, red pill. Uh, you want to come get fresh. You know what I'm saying. You can fit on this couch. You <laughs> See what I did? See what I did there? See what I did? See what I did? See what I did? The foolishness. <laughs> uh, oh, man. my gosh. Yeah, bro. We should tag them niggas when we post this. We should. We will. And then put hashtag respectfully. Hashtag question mark and disrespectfully. And disrespectfully. No, we don't. We don't mean. I'm just just playing. We don't mean anything disrespectful. Nah, it's all respect. It's all respect. Yeah. I don't know, man. Side note: I like this fit. I feel like the shoes play off the writing on the shirt really well. That is hilarious. I appreciate you, Kakashi, all day. Was it on purpose? No. I was hoping you would lie and make yourself look good. No. It was not on purpose. Okay. It's totally on accident. Is this sarcasm? <laughs> this sarcasm? Just a bit. Just a bit. Okay. But you know, it's all love. Bro, so let me see. Let's, this is this is kind of a part two. I don't know if you want to do this right now. But you you know we talked about the whole like um the dating piece. Okay. Did you wanna did you wanna kind of discuss that? What we discussed last night? Yeah. I really want to save that. You want to save that? I really do, because that's going to be funny. Oh, ladies, we got something for y'all. It's going to be a barn burner. You think it's a what? You say what? I said it's going to be a barn burner. Oh, yeah. It's going to be fun. For sure. No, no, no. Uh, We can move to the hot seat. I'm here for it. Let's do it. Be the quickest episode in history. Actually, on average, they're actually about 35, 45 minutes. Don't we just like to do three-hour podcasts. I know you can do better. I don't have Intro, it together. To you wish you never smoke session, I promise you'll regret it. This is me. me yeah, this is no All right, niggas, y'all know what it is. It's a smoke session. If you got some comments, questions, concerns, nonviolent disagreements come to me, violent ones, go to Caleb because he likes to kick people. Um, but... This is the mic. Depends on the circumstances. This is the seat. Always be warned. We keep a gas mask on deck. So we are always ready for the smoke. Who got some? <laughs> always He's ready. Always. always ready for the smoke. Why'd you pat the seat like that? <laughs> you should. I just warmed it up for you. Huh? Just warmed it up for him. Hey, yep. Hey, yep. Whoa. 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 You're wild. You're wild. 
What's up, man? Hey, Miles. How y'all doing? Y'all all right? Yeah. So, this is a very interesting conversation, because I was talking to somebody about this, like, three days ago. Y'all should have told me y'all going to talk about this. I'd have asked them to pull up, or more so the matter that they pull up, I should say it like that, because I did tell them. Anyways, <laughs> um, the whole thing of being stoic, it's a very interesting thing, because it's like a really, really old concept. Yeah. I don't know if y'all ever looked it up. It's like Greek or, like, from ancient Latin America or something like that. It's extremely old. But I think it has a place. I think, like all things, there's a place for it. Mm-hmm. But who, whose idea was it to have that place and time be all the time? <laughs> like, it's a great question. Like, that's what I don't understand. Yeah. And what else in life is it always appropriate to hold one idea all the time? Yeah. In all your relationships. In all spaces. Yeah. Like, if you have an yeah. adversary, then being stoic is probably good to not show weakness, to not right. show pain, things like that, to not let them know where they hurt you, so now they're, they don't know what to go back to, things right. of that nature. Mm-hmm. But in, like, intimate relationships, it's probably not always best. Yeah. Your it's, friends should know what things are off limits. Right. They Facts. should know what hurts. Yeah. Right. They should know what made you happy. Yep. You know, the, the women in your life should definitely know what things to not say, what buttons to not push. Yeah. You shouldn't be like, oh, I'm okay. That didn't really hurt and not show that emotion. That just yeah. doesn't help. Because moving forward, if they care about you, they're going to keep hurting you and not be aware of how much they hurt you. Facts. Because you thought it was best to be stoic in the bedroom. Like, that's that just doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. So, I don't know... Um, where the red pill community started and I don't know where they plan on going. Ultimately they have some good things. I think you can get something good from almost anything. Yeah. But the idea to keep everyone at arm's length and to let no one in to your true inner circle. Mm -hmm. Show me the successful marriages where that is the case. And then I'll say, you know what? Maybe that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. But until we start seeing that, successful marriages, people that have been married for 20, 30 years, and they're like, yeah, I don't show my wife my tears. I don't let her know when I was hurt by what she said. Mm-hmm. Until we start seeing that, I'm like, what makes you think this works? Because yeah. something obviously works. People are married now. There are successful marriages now, believe it or not. And all the ones in marriages that keep going year after year after year, I have never heard any of them say, I don't let my woman see me in pain. Yeah. Haven't heard a single man say that. So I just think we should really start taking stuff with a huge grain of salt. And I, I think <clears throat> one of the reasons why something like this ideology gets so big mm-hmm. is because we make idols out of men and then we don't think through anything. Mm. Yeah. So some some man became an idol. We thought they had a position of power when when we saw them. So we took their word and then we didn't think through what they actually said. Mm-hmm. We didn't test what they actually said. And now we got a whole group of guys who probably have been hurt, who probably do need help moving through things, who probably do actually need somebody to say, "Hey, it's not time to wear your emotions on your sleeve because this is a first date." 
maybe you should wait until you know her a little better. But instead of saying that, it's hmm. no, never to never, never let her know what's going on. Yeah. So. And it's crazy, too, bro. Like, as I've been watching these these videos and different casts, like, I've heard several guys in the Red Pill community literally say, I want to get married. I want to fall in love. How? I, and I'm, bro, <laughs> how are you going to do and that? And that's my question, how you fam. Do I'm like, how are you going how? to do that? How do you plan to do with that? With these thoughts. They plan you know to trade money for sex. Bro, and I'm just like, and that's and it's crazy because it's like even how they view women, it, it, it says a lot too. But that's a whole nother conversation. What does that sound too, like, bro? I'm just like, you said what? What does that sound like? Wait, what? Trading money for sex? Oh, straight prostitution. That's all y'all want? Apparently, it's Apparently. either that or y'all. Is some of y'all don't like women? I don't think they. I I, I personally don't think because who you gonna like, be with? I'm be bro. Who? And I don't want to. I don't want to like. <laughs> Hone in on one podcast, right? I don't want to hone in on one. <laughs> but if you listen to the way them dudes describe women, it 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 it's almost it sounds like a Thanos rant. Like they're so displeased with how women act and, and all these things. I'm just like, dang, bro. This sounds like an intro to like a fire like super villain monologue. Yes. <laughs> You know what's really funny about that though? <laughs> they <laughs> they will talk about the kind of woman that they would want. What have you heard? What, what are some of those things? If you, if, if if any kind of mind. Um, if I'm honest with you, I would say uh, a, a church girl who lets them in on the freaky side. Essentially, if if, if, if I'm mm. honest with you, which you'll probably get if you were ever willing to um, put a ring on it. I mean. To be fruitful and multiply is scripture. So can I? But. Can I? I want to share one of the most wildest things I've ever heard, and I, I, it's just so like, <clears throat> how do like, how how I just how. So I don't know. I don't know the the guy's name. He, I believe he was on the Fresh and Fit podcast, mm-hmm. and it's a white guy, he, well put together, uh, um, having like a blue suit, white shirt, um, and he was talking about. I think they asked him something along the lines of like. Would you let your girl go on a girls trip? To like oh Andrew Tatum, uh, it wasn't Tatum. Andrew Tate. It, it wasn't Andrew Tate. No, oh, he, okay, go ahead. Tatum, yeah, Tatum, and so like that. he said he said someone. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. And go so ahead. he was like, "Yeah, she could go, but I would stop taking a relationship seriously at that point." And I'm oh, like, I don't think that was him. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I was like, That's wild. "Okay." He was like, "Yeah, any essentially he was saying any woman that is serious about you would not put that over you." Essentially. Saying, like, if you're serious about this relationship, then your focus should be on doing what pleases me. And they flip it on him and say, hey, but can't, would you go on a guy's trip? He's like, oh, yeah, I can go. Oh, yeah. It's just like, what? Bro, and, and that's the case, and that's the same, like, response to multiple situations, bro. Like, multiple situations. Yeah. And I'm like, fam, like, y'all are just, you're selfish. It's, it's, you know the, what I'm saying? it's the extremism of, like, gender roles. You are. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's gender roles, but like extre- like like they're like gender role extremists. Which it's, is which is another thing. They just like so. I saw this other one. They're just like it's cool for them to have a body count of a hundred. It's not cool for the girl though. How does your never mind? It's not. It's not cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like fam. And here's a, here's the excuse they gave because it's harder for me to get it than it is for you. That doesn't make sense. Are the results that was of the literal reason? The 
That they said, sense. yeah. So it was it was one of I forgot which um I think it was on Fresh and Fit, but like one of the cast was like, yeah, like it's this because uh, the girl asked like, so how many? What's your body count? I think he said like three hundred some junk, and then and she was just like, um, she was like, but it's the same thing. He said, no, it's not. You can just go out there easily and get laid. It's harder for me. And the guy sitting was agreeing. I'm like, that's your reasoning. Pause. For why that's his pause. brain, his you brain don't saying? work. Pause. His brain don't work the way it There's should. So oh my gosh! That. Wait, what are we pausing? Did, Hold on. I'm, I'm just saying. Press, which, press which, pause. I didn't know which pause was it. Okay, okay. No, I was like, did I say something no, pause no, no, no. worthy? No, like time was out. Was I saying something like, pause worthy? Like, Hold on for a second. I want to address something in there. First of all, if you are a man with 300, a body count of over 300, yo, John fell it's, off. <laughs> it's not hard for you. The idea that it's harder for you than for a woman is ridiculous. It's not hard for you at all. It's very easy, actually. It's probably too easy. It's, it's much too easy. 300 different people? And but, but also, too, because one of the things he brought up, like, his, he, he, he's rich. You know what I'm saying? This is based off of what I heard. Like, he's rich. He's tall. You know what I'm saying? Handsome fellow. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. I was like, the stuff that you're actually bringing up makes it a little bit easier for you to get it. If, if, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So for based him, off your logic, for you know him, he would be like he's just like the women that he believes it's easy for them. It's the same thing. I know, I know people who because of the car that they have, if they park in a certain area, women will come up to them. Yep, just based on the car, and you could look like it's a bag of raisins. Easy, and still get it. Wow, wow. And you know that's subjective. That's subjective. I'm just. Wow. <laughs> I ain't I'm never just, heard a bag of raisins wow. in my life. Hey, bro. I'm, I'm going to use it. that. Yeah, I'm definitely still in that. Bag of it. raisins. Bro, I'm trying to, <laughs> try to tell you. Oh, my God. But you got okay. a Ferrari. So Bag of raisins. I'm going I'm to tell that to a high school kid this week. <laughs> if they get on my, if they get on my nerves in the Do schools, it. I'm going to be like, You look like a bag of raisins. Shut up. That's why you like a bag of raisins. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's like with so much disgust. Do it. No, I'm telling that to it. one of my brothers. That's that's definitely a new family insult. Bag of raisins. Oh, wow. So Thank I want to say appreciate you for that. Thank you, Caleb. That. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, Anytime. But the second thing is the effects of such a high body count. Isn't that the same for a man and a woman? For anybody. Isn't, isn't it just as hard? Yeah. So why would that be okay for you if you're damaging yourself in the same way that they're damaging themselves? Like you made it. They. Because I've seen some of these podcasts, they talk about pair bonding and how it's harder for women to, to bond with uh, a man after she's been with another man, whatever. And that may very well be the case. I'm not trying to um, debate the science there. But my only thought is, after like 50 different women, isn't it just as hard for you to really stay focused and committed to just one woman? Haven't you gotten into the habit of finding a new woman? Into yeah. the habit Facts. of finding somebody else, man. Don't you enjoy the chase? Man. I was trying to hit. Wow, the Marco. Wow, that's the one I was and trying to hit. It's crazy because, like, that's the button that you press every time. What is that's the one I was trying to hit? Wow. We're yes. switching placements. I'm sorry. I was trying to hit this Dom one because you was on a roll. I was trying to hit Don DeMarco. That's what it is. <laughs> man. man, it wasn't shade. <laughs> Don't listen to Dre. Is he the only one that can say something nice? Is that the only oh one that can say gosh. something good? Anybody else say something good? He nah. gonna just it be happening, bro. Ah, Lee, it be happening. 
I'm just saying. Damn it. <laughs> I know it's gonna look a certain. I promise you, I was going for the Don DeMarco. You was on a roll. I was like, yes, keep oh going. My but yeah, so Go it just a, a lot of the stuff that I hear. It, it just. <laughs> I'll do that next time. <laughs> That's hilarious. So a, a lot of the stuff that I hear. It just when you really think about what they say, it just doesn't make sense. And then, like, the kind of women that they constantly deal with, that they have this, this stereotype of, women are like this, this girl I talk to is like this, this girl I talk to is like that. Ask them the kind of woman that they want. They're probably not even approaching her. They're probably not even talking about the kind of woman or talking to the kind of woman I, that they want. I, I wonder if they, they really talk- know. I wonder if they, like, really have a concept of the type of woman they want, like a Solomon, and here's like like a, like, a, like a like a real grasp, yeah. Because I like, I mean, like the again, the way they talk about women is like they're at war with them, bro. And here's what's crazy though: the women like that it's, they it's so scary allow on their podcast make their points seem very valid at times, and they will never find somebody outside of them. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking one older because a lot of them like young ladies they, they have is like 25 and younger. You know what I'm saying? 21, 22. Most of them are OnlyFans. A lot. If you hear like what most of them do, OnlyFans. You know what I'm saying? Um, you never have a woman on there that's like more mature, has her thought process. They be ripping them girls to shred. Well, yeah, you know because what I'm it's and like I'm like it's like if you go play basketball with your kids, you'd be like, oh, I'm so cold. I always win every time I play basketball. Yeah, nigga, you playing against fourth graders. <laughs> you playing against six year olds. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not as physically developed as you. You, you don't can't. even have to be good to beat them. You just gotta be there. It's like I dunked on somebody today. Up. You know what I'm saying? But Fisher I think, Price goal. I think it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Fisher it's Price like, goal. <laughs> but I, I think kind of to your point, it's like they stack the deck. You know what I'm saying? They make sure their point looks good or seems valid. Like, and it's if they were to, the you know. Have a conversation with anybody, you know, outside of that realm of people they choose to have on their show. And it's not to like downgrade, degrade anybody. Yeah. Definitely not to degrade anybody. But if they were to expand uh, the thought pool that they would inquire, you know, about, I think they would get a lot more pushback. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, you know, it's strategic on their part, probably, because they want to keep. You know the the push value up and all that kind of stuff, but I mean even like they they did something with DJ Academics and I don't agree with everything Academics said, but Academics pushed back on a lot of stuff, and I was like, see, that's what happens. Yeah, you bring somebody in that can hold I mean, their own in a different capacity and understand their value too. Because like as I <laughs> oh, listen yeah. to these ladies on here, I'm just like, man, I wish you understood your value. You know Thanks. what I'm saying? Like in who you are, like and how you were made and different things like that. Because I'm like, fam, like this, uh, it's disgusting, honestly. You know? Yeah, it's I, so. I've never really I've never <laughs> watched a full episode. I tried like two or three times. I was like, I can't do it. You get because you get the gist after a while. You don't take long to see. Oh, this is what you're doing. Yeah, this is, it, it's very it's very clear. Yeah, yeah. So last thing I'll say is uh, when y'all listen to stuff and not just that specific kind of content, but anything that you're listening to before you take it to heart. And run with it like this is your new values in life. Think it through. Right. Question it mm. and ask yeah. some people on the other side of it. Yeah. Yeah. Get their opinions. 
Like, if you ever been to college, then one of the main things in college is you have to be able to debate both sides. Like, when you write uh, a paper, yeah. you have to be able to, okay, this is your position. What's the opposition? If you can't give the opposition, then you don't know your position well enough. So when you're going through life and you're, you know, whatever the situation may be, whatever the topic may be, be sure that you can at least have a good understanding of what the other side of that position is. Uh-huh. That way you can truly stand firm in what you believe, be knowledgeable in it. Appreciate that, my guy. Appreciate the input, my boy. Anybody else? What we got? Can you grab tea while you at it? Hey. She downstairs. What up, though? <laughs> what up, kiss? Oh, no, it's too late. You good. <clears throat> Missed that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. They're so cute. Um, What was I going to say? Okay, so the last thing that y'all t- touched on with the women. Because these men have been hurt, and they have this specific viewpoint of how they view women. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they only want them for sex. I agree with your point that I don't think a lot of them actually like women. I think they like women parts. Um, I don't think they actually like women or who they are as beings. But that's besides the point. I think that because, let's, going back to just the stoicism, women that actually like you are not going to be interested in you being stoic. Uh, Nonchalant men, like, to maybe someone who needs to heal some trauma might be, like, attractive, but most women that have done the work and truly want somebody um, that they can do life with are not going to be attracted to a man who does not know how to show his emotions. Facts. Um, It's actually going to be a huge turnoff because I don't like nobody that don't like me. Let's start there. So... um, I just say that to say that, like, I think because of that, stoicism in anybody, you're going to have to have a level of inauthenticity when you're dealing with people because no one does not just feel sad ever. Like, just because you can keep a stoic mentality does not mean that you're not feeling these emotions that you're suppressing. Mm. You're still feeling them, but you've learned how to be so fake through them that it's inauthentic, and now it's like, how can I even trust to build a relationship with you when I know that you're dealing with someone, something and you're not going to tell me? Now I don't feel safe. Now I don't feel yeah. safe to communicate with you, and now I'm going to shut down because why am I dealing with someone and trying to be authentic and create a relationship with someone who obviously doesn't even really like me? Yeah. So that's just, that's just my two cents as far as like men that are in the red pill community or even just men that struggle with dealing with their emotions in general. A woman that actually likes you <clears throat> wants you to show your emotions and if she tries to shut your emotions down she's not interested in building a relationship with you she's interested in controlling you Mm -hmm. that's all yeah and to that point there's one definition of stoic of stoic um it says firmly restraining response to pain or distress so firmly restraining so you actively are withholding Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. you know that response to pain or stress or whatever yeah uh which to your point is like a form of deception yeah yeah and like it's i don't know how people do that honestly i'm i'm a very expressive person in general so if i'm upset or if i'm mad or if i'm sad you're gonna be able to know like tell um it's just just on my face so when i see that it just it's an immediate turn on <clears throat> because a it shows me that you're not 
emotionally intelligent enough to um, communicate what you're feeling mm. and B, it just, it tells me that you don't necessarily like want me in your life. So I'm just going to remove myself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I appreciate you even sharing that. And, and this is what one of the things I was going to uh, say earlier, but I totally forgot, like even on the, like for the ladies, like one of the things I think be helpful on y'all in and just do what you just did. Cause one of the things they continuously say is, uh, if I don't know, I'm like, why y'all keep speaking for women, fam? But like, they continue to say, like, women will bash you for your emotions. So like, hearing y'all verbally say, no, we won't. We appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? And then also, uh, whether that be in friendships, relationship, whatever the case may be, like showing that or saying that verbally, then also walking that out in your actions. You know what I'm saying? Is going to start showing some cats some other things. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. If you ever question, like, hey, how can we help y'all out in these particular places? That's one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, do that more continuously. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, appreciate that. Yeah. It's good. Bye. What I said bye, nigga? Oh, I'll tell you. Oh, that's Sorry. So Stoicism. I'm trying to be like y'all when I grow Coming up. Coming your way. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> Anybody else? Anybody else got some uh, some smoke or some comments or some encouragements? Any questions that you may have? What? Elsa says you want to say something? No. Oh, okay. You sure? I mean, I already said your name. You might as well come up here. <laughs> That's called blast. <laughs> okay. Well, Elsa's not coming, guys. I had nothing nice to say. I'm not going to say, yeah. They're made in the image of God. That's it. They are. That's all I got. Imago Day. They're made in the image of God. That's all I got. Come on. Imago Day. Bless us, Elsa. And I was about to say, one of the things, even for if she's not trying to come up, for my fellas that's in here, I would also love to know, like, what's some of the, the, the unhealthy ways you went through your emotions before in, um, in comparison to now? Like, how has that been? Yeah. Yeah. I would love to, to hear some, some of y'all on that if y'all be down for it. You coming? Yeah, you come on through. Come on. My God. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. You know what it is. Don't be scared. <laughs> Don't be scared. Ah, uh, we got one. Here we go. Man, we ain't gonna beg, y'all. My God. <laughs> what's up, man? What's good? What's good? I was just saying back that I don't feel like I got, I'm only 21, so I don't feel like I got, like, the adequate experience. Oh, bro. <laughs> you, oh, you got it. Like, you got plenty. You got it. To, to say, like. I've progressed in dealing with my, dealing with my emotions. I mean, I think I, I understand now that I'm older, especially getting out of high school, that it's healthier to verbalize your emotions to people who are close to you in your life. Yeah. But there's still like a level of, I guess being in college, a level of social expectation to like have everything together all yeah. the time. And so I think that's something I like, personally battle with yeah like kind of navigating like how how like how much do i keep keep within and how much do i do i open up about Mm -hmm. you know yeah i don't know it's still something i haven't learned yet yeah well maybe not haven't learned yet but something i haven't like completely figured out which nobody really completely figures figures that out for sure right there's definitely like still some development i think yeah that i could have in that area 
Well, the fact that you even have the knowledge to know that this should be expressed, whatever this is, is a milestone. Because there's a lot of cats that, like, legitimately right now, like, bro, like, not it. And you talk about 21. I know some cats that's like 33, 34, 35. Facts. And, like, they haven't crossed that milestone Facts. yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so the fact that you have that, man, like, that's that's really good. And as time goes on, you're going to continue to learn certain things. Because you ain't going to learn it all at once. Because, like, we said, like, bro, we still learning stuff. I learned something today about me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, God, yeah. no. Like, it's a process, bro. It is. And then there's, like, layers to it. So it's like you got all these different areas. And then in this layer, in, in this area... I learned something. Dang, I just learned something else. Dang, I just learned something else. So it's, it's a continuous thing, bro. I think it was interesting you said that, like, a lot of, like, people, like, 34, 35, like, don't even, like, sometimes have a good handle on that. I feel like in my life I've had experiences where I have adults who are, like, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but I, I feel like I've had some adults who are, like, supposed to be role models that I experienced them kind of deal with their emotions in an unhealthy way. Yeah. So that, that sometimes, like, m- makes me scared. Like, am I just going to get to that point in my life and still not have it figured it out? Mm-hmm. Have it figured out? Like, when am I, like, going to, like, get a better grip on it? Yeah. So it's like, I think that, I mean, I think there's a flip side to it, too. Like, it does motivate me to, like, want to be even more self-aware about how For I deal sure. with my emotions. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's something that. I thought about as well when you brought that up. Yeah. I think, yeah, because I, th- I think that's good, too, because it's like you see these things, and there's literally two ways you can go. You can go the side of doing the exact same thing, or you can do the complete opposite. You know what I'm saying? And so, but it, it, I guess, I don't know. It, it depends, because there's some stuff that I've seen in, in, in adults as well, like growing up, and I, re- I took the path of, what I, path of what I saw. You know what I'm saying? Um, thinking that was okay until... I saw something, and I was like, oh, that's healthy. All right, now I'm going to start doing that. You know what I'm saying? But, again, it was, it's not a thing of, like, oh, it just switched. It was something that had to be, like you talked about earlier, practiced over and over and over again, and you're going to fail and do it again. So, talk yeah. About practice? You talk about practice? It's not even a game, but practice? Yeah. yeah. It's also, like, difficult because a lot of times, like, I know, like, what the, the, the healthy way is to deal with it. Like, what? yeah, like, I know what the healthy way is, but, like, sometimes my, I guess my flesh wants me to not deal with it in that mm-hmm. healthy way. Ah, uh, yeah. So it's, yeah, like, it's true, difficult true, sometimes. Because you know, like, I mean, not, every, like, not everybody knows, but, like, a lot of times you know what the right and the wrong thing is to do, but you yes. don't go down the wrong path. Yeah. So and I think, unfortunately, too, unhealthy is, seems easier. Yeah, because it, it is. It just seems so it much easier. It is. Let's be real. You don't have to address it. You ain't got to. Yeah. You know well, I think it's easier until you start developing that habit. Yeah. You know yeah. Like once you once it once you get the habit developed, then it's you don't even notice that you're doing something. Right? Like once you get it down in a habitual manner, it becomes like second nature. Right? Yeah. And I think that's again, that's why people get so normalized. That's why the unhealthy seems easier. Yeah. Be not necessarily because it is easier, because when you think about it, it's more work. It's more work, right? So if you get it down to where like my I'm responding in a healthy way, then it that is the easy thing. That is yeah. the natural thing. That is the familiar thing. Yeah. Because then when you respond in an unhealthy way, you're like, wait. Then you get uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> you get uncomfortable. It's like a kid eating broccoli. It's like, yeah, I don't really like this, mom. Break out the fried chicken and french fries. But yeah. the more you eat that stuff, like the more 
used to it you get, that doesn't make life easier, mm-hmm. right? Because that's things real. start to develop, that's right? Real. But if you become healthy, then you realize, like, okay, being healthy isn't boring. isn't just broccoli and, and spinach, right? I can cook chicken a certain way to make it taste good and be healthy and be beneficial. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think once you develop developing the, 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 the healthy habits early on, that's, like, super big. So the fact that you're even on this process at 21, you're light years ahead of where I was at when I was at 21. Thanks, bro. <laughs> we just you know figured this out, bro. Was, we'll appreciate yeah, this you, is man. recent. So we'll shout out to you, bro. That's solid, bro. That's good. Shout out to you. Appreciate it, my G. Yes. Anybody else? Any other? Yeah, All right. Well, on. this seems to be the end of the podcast. Come on. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Y'all, this is my son. I'm so proud of him. I raised him well. <laughs> What you got for us today, Junior? Okay, so re- <laughs> I'm dead, I'm dead, I'm dead. Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, let me see if I can remember because, you know, my brain is ridiculous. So, basically, it's just like, man, like, uh, what's the difference between how you handle your emotions, uh, you know, just before, maybe years ago or even recently in comparison to now and where you are now? So, um, so I would say when I was younger, I didn't understand emotions mm-hmm. right my emotions were something that like when you don't understand it you don't know how to respond to it Facts. so i think for me when i was younger my anything emotional felt like i couldn't really think about it so i had to like some other action had to like follow so like anger or not like a primary action reaction to Mm -hmm. just like anger or trying to fight somebody about something or something like that right now i think as i've like grown and healed i started to understand that your emotions are all tied to something direct that tells you something about yourself you know what i'm saying so it's like like if if someone says something to me and before my response would be anger and now I understand that it's actually was hurt the whole time. Like yeah. What you said actually hurt my feelings. And so, like, being able to understand that now helps me to identify and know what, how I need to, like, handle that. For that sure. Feeling, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think for me, just, like, being being made aware of stuff, bro, <clears throat> I think I just, you don't know about that stuff. And then, like, what, what he was saying, um, growing up without examples and, and with people that don't handle their emotions well, you're not really taught like how to do this. You know what I'm saying? I think there's a generational thing where like the older generations of men were hella stoic. Yeah. Like they were hella stoic. Like they they weren't talking about nothing. And I've seen it get better amongst men. Like I I feel like we are. As of late. Yeah. 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 A lot better as men. Like handling emotions, speaking about, speaking out about how we feel, not like, Downing people because they express their emotions. Yeah. But there is still that generation that's like, oh, you can't show emotions and all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah, it's a mix of a bunch of stuff. I just, I saw this, uh, uh, this meme on Instagram a while back and it it literally said, um, it said uh, in quotes and coming from uh, somebody that was older, man, this younger generation. Uh, don't know how to fix tires and don't know how to do all these like working things. And then the response was, but at least we know how to have a good and healthy emotional responses so we can address our kids well. I said, dang. Wow. 
Some savagery. I'm like, well, we need to have a little mixture of both of them there. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I do know how to change the tire. I do too. I Me too. It's I not guy. hard. That's the thing. It's not. Not, there is a lot of guys <laughs> that don't know how to change That is very true. I, like I got some bros that are my age in their 30s that do not know how to do anything handy at all. I literally it's not that hard. YouTube. Can you help me put on this? YouTube it. It's not that hard. Yeah, bro. No, that's a real thing. I just, I just thought that that uh, was funny. Nah, you didn't. No, you didn't. Dang. Nah, what happened was. Nah, I, I gonna go there. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Dang. What happened was that's actually how I met your mama. Oh my gosh! Wow. She said, "Oh, I wish I had a button to press." Man, this is. Elsa, bro. <laughs> let me let me ask you this, and this is um kind of hitting on something else. Uh, outside of a relationship, right? Would you? And I know you would, but uh, why would you express your emotions to women? Perspective. Okay. Um, I think, man. See, that's kind of difficult. That's difficult for me. Honestly, I feel like it's easier. I, with these people talking about like they don't want to talk to uh, women about stuff, bro. Yes, I, it doesn't make sense to me because it's, it's easier it's to easy. talk to women. <laughs> really, bro? It's so easy, bro. Okay. Women about yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because a lot of men aren't in touch with their emotions. Yeah. So what they're actually yeah. give like the like I, I'll go to some people even like at my job. Like I'll talk to some of my people at my job about like things involving emotions, and they don't really know how to respond. Or their responses are unhealthy things. Yeah. So they're perpetuating that same circle of unhealthiness by like just spewing the same crap. Yeah. Whereas yeah. women, some women are more in touch with their emotions so they can like it's easier. Okay. To I see what you're saying. I see yeah. what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? It's like I can yeah. talk to my bros, but a lot of them, if they're not healthy, For the most part, I'm yeah. not really getting anything good out of it. Yeah. So if it's, I want something productive in conversation gotcha. that's headed in a healthy direction, then a lot of times I'm going to talk to a woman before I'm going to talk to a man. It's yeah. easier, you're saying, because most more women, most women are more in tune with their emotional side. Exactly. God, okay, yeah, I, I, I can see that. that for sure. Sense. I was about to say, because I know even for myself, like, I grew up with majority women. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the majority of my life, I kid you not, like, all my deep conversations and, like, was with women. So that's why, like, even, like, I, and I love Kids Across America, but, like, that's when I really got my first, like, there's a bunch of guys here who uh, love Jesus. Yeah. And it was so tough yeah. to talk deeply with them. Unless, like, if we talk about scripture, all right, cool. We can have that conversation all day. You know what I'm saying? But when it concerned, like, the seriousness and the struggles of different things like that, like, there was hardly anybody that I felt like I can talk to. You know what I'm saying? Until, yeah. until I came across one of my homegirls. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, because like you said, like, it just seems uh, it's a lot easier. You know what I'm saying? Um, and there was a lot of concern. That's another thing that, that you don't hear from the, the, the red pill, because I guess because, again, they're experienced. But, like, every time I express myself to my lady friends, like, there's, there's usually a thing of concern. Like, I care for your heart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want you to be in a good place. So. Yeah, I will say this, though. There are, because y'all were talking about it earlier, where, <clears throat> they'll, where they'll say, like, Women will use it against you. Mm-hmm. There are a yeah, lot of sure. cases of that, especially, especially in dating. Yeah, like I, I feel like I can share. I feel like female friends, I can share everything with. Mm-hmm. Right, but when it comes to somebody you're dating, you have to like 
you do have to be careful with what you share. Yeah, you got to be cautious. Because it, it, it will, in some cases, change their view of you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like if I'm struggling with some, with porn or with whatever the case may be, like that's going to, in some way or shape, that may affect her and, and make her feel some type of way about me me talking about it. Or even if I'm like, if there's feelings about her in, in, in general that I don't like, it's like sometimes I can't, you, you're not able to really be as honest because, you know, you might hurt their feelings or they might not take it as well. Whereas a guy, you can say, hey, bro, like, man, she been pissing me off or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. And it's like more understandable. Yeah. That's an interesting, that's an interesting hmm. thought. Uh, huh. I feel like I, I've, I've learned, I've learned that from a lot of my married friends. Yeah. So, like, I had one of my closest friends, I remember early on, early, early, early on in his marriage, they were going through it, you know what I'm saying, like, fighting every day. And I remember one day he called me, and he was just, like, cussing, like, man, F this, F that about her, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, bro, you shouldn't talk about your wife like that. And I kind of went on, like, a tangent, like, talk respectfully about your wife, yada, yada, yada. And he was like, Trey, I'm telling you this this way so I don't go off on her. He's like, I got to get this off my chest in this exact manner so I can go to her respectfully. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Lay it on me, brother. Uh-huh. It does. It does. It's it's venting. Hey, you got to do what you, you got to do, it's, you gotta do I think, at times. Yeah, I, I think it's I, I think it's venting I because. I need to say that, but I get it. Well, I, th- I, I mean, nah, yeah. I think sometimes, and that's, and that's also what he's got to learn, like, hey, you should not be this way every time she makes you upset. Like, that's. It's a bit, but it's the concept of sometimes like you do have to understand wisdom, right? And there is wisdom in understanding, hey, I have to have somebody that allows me to be raw in my emotion while still checking me and keeping me in bounds. Yeah. And you can't always do that with like your your girlfriend, your wife, your husband, you know, your boyfriend, because it's just not a space where that is conducive. Now, when you get in marriage, Obviously, that get it gets way more intimate, right? But I still think there is a place to say, "Hey, look, I need to come to you, be able to get this off my chest in a very raw form, and still be held accountable." Because just just in that same manner, I'm gonna let you come to me and vent very in a very like raw state. I'm also not gonna let you leave here on some like in that same space. F my wife type stuff. Yeah, I think you just naturally as humans, we have to have that. Like I think that's just it's just natural. You need that. I know of uh, two different people that two different uh, two of my bros that were, are married that talked about sharing lust issues that they've had with their wives, like literally telling their wife, like I'm in a season where I'm struggling right now, and it caused a lot more problems than what he thought he was going to get out of it because he thought, you know, this is the closest person to me, this is someone that I should be able to talk to about this stuff, but he shared it with her, and then it caused her to start feeling insecure about herself. And like really made it more about a her thing than it was a him thing. Mm-hmm. That's and interesting, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. That can be damaging to your growth as a man. Like if you like I think you gotta be careful with that stuff. I honestly like I honestly don't feel like unless she's someone that can have that conversation, I don't feel like it's wise to talk about that. Everything. I think a dating I, say, I think a dating I've is had not wise. Married people say or married guys literally is like, hey, I, this is what I'm struggling with. I've talked to my other married friends about it, but I'm not addressing this with my wife. I don't think it's wise to. I, I think it, it depends on the person, right? 
If, if person you, and situation, I would, I would personally have that conversation with my wife. Like, are do you really want to know this type of stuff? Like, I'm I'm not opposed to sharing if I'm struggling, but it was like vulnerable stuff. Like in the moment, like yo, I, I, today I seen somebody or da 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 da. That stuff. If a, if a woman is not secure enough in herself and understands like that struggle that mm. a man goes through, it's going to be hard for her. It, mm. it, and it may be hard for us to hear it on the other end if a woman comes and shares that stuff with us. Yeah. Mm. I'm not saying it like it just makes her weak or anything, but it's just like sometimes with, with those kind of issues, it's hard to open up um, and, and then even understand the purpose of communication. Mm-hmm. Knowing like, like there, it's, it's, for me personally, it's a very important thing. Right to be able to communicate, to be able to talk, yeah. Because I I yeah. understand what the purpose is. It's it's for us to grow stronger. It's for us to understand each other. It's for us to build. But if if in communication, everything we talk about is like being noted as like shots. You know what I'm saying? As like oh oh he's doing this or oh he's doing that and you're not looking at it from a place of really trying to help each other then it's not beneficial sometimes yeah 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 so i like, yeah i don't think it's wise yeah it's I, I again i think definitely like in dating like there are just certain things it's like yo this is what i have accountability partners for you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to share this in dating. <clears throat> but I think in marriage, I think it's that's where it gets trickier because, like you, I I have married friends who, like I said, like, I shared this with my wife or I shared this with my husband and, like, it got flipped on me, right? But then there's also, I have married friends where it's like, no, nah, like, he or she has shared that they've struggled with X, Y, Z. And, yeah, it did make me feel insecure, which I think is 100% a natural response, right? If you're married to somebody and they're saying like, "Oh yeah, I'm struggling with porn." Right. Like, who? Like, it's not. It's you should. It, yeah, you it's should. gonna make you feel a type of way. Like, I think that's natural. Yeah. But I think it's healthy to share it because, especially in marriage, like, you know, we're one. So my burden essentially is your burden, right? And so I can't hide that from you. But at the same time, I think you. That's why it's good to like, not try to like sit there and like say, well, we can figure everything out on our own. I think it's yeah. why it's good to have people that walk with you, whether that's yeah. therapy, older couples, whatever, because you do want to be able to process that with your spouse because that's accountability, right? That's your support. Mm-hmm. That's somebody that's going to hold you to a standard, right? If you're secretly doing that stuff in private, you're secretly destroying your marriage, it's because it's going to come it's out. It's going to come out some way, somehow. Yeah, but if you have a account- some way, somehow, if you have accountability, though, like I think, I think that's, I think that's big for someone that is <clears> like walking around by themselves, you don't have no type of accountability. For sure. But like if I have brothers and mentors and people that I go to about this stuff, I in therapy, like all these different things that I'm actively doing it. Then in some, especially early on in marriage. Yeah. Especially the early stages where you're building foundational stuff, like it's it's just I mean, I'm not saying that you can't do it, but it's it's it's, it's tough. Oh, it's oh. yeah, it's risky, yeah. it's tough. But I think again, like and and we talked about this, I don't know, a few weeks ago where it was like, as men, we gotta make sure we're allowing the women we date, the women we marry to carry their responsibility in marriage as well. You know what I'm saying? Like and I think to your point, it's risky and it is a touchy subject, so it should be done. Uh, with caution, not should I share it, but more so, how do I share this, 
right? Because it also goes back to knowing your wife, your spouse. Like, if I know she struggles with insecurity, I can't just lay this on her, right? I have to give it to her in a certain setting. Or if I know she struggles, you know, <clears throat> if I know she struggles with secrecy or anything like that, I have to make sure I'm giving this to her in a way that addresses the issue and doesn't cause more problems. There's no way to mitigate that 100%, mm-hmm. but you could definitely go about it with wisdom, hmm. right? But I don't think you should hmm. say off bat, it's risky, it's touchy, I'm not going to do it. Now, the risk is that she could take that and make it about her, right, and not about us. But the, the other side of that is if you hold on to it and you don't share it, you have also made it about you. And not about us. If you don't share it with anybody, though, I think I think in marriage. I was I about to say I w- I would love to hear from a married couple just like how they navigate stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like how you know, bro, like to not share this with her, but share it with your homies so you can go through it. Or how do you know to share this with them plus your homies? You know what I'm saying? Like I I wonder how they how they go through that for real though. It's tough, man. And I feel like it's it's gonna be completely different. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's gonna be completely it's different. It's different for everybody, yeah. but it's, it's still like. It depends on the people. Sheesh. It depends on the people, cause like I know another situation with a whole different couple, where I had to tell I was mentoring him. I had to tell him, bro, cause he would go, he would like go to the mall, and a girl would like shoot his shot, shoot a shot at him or look at him, and everything that happened, he would go back and tell his wife. Oh, this girl just looked at me. And yeah, that's not. Me. Yeah, and I'm like, bro, like, you ain't even got to be he married. To know. That's not up, good. Like, that's not like, good, fam. He's doing it because he's thinking that he's being accountable. I'm like, bro, you are like making her like really not trust you because it's like this whole yeah, that's whatever. Not good. But then it ended up turning into like whenever they would get in arguments, it would bring out that insecurity, and so then she would bring those Jeez. stuff. Bro, yeah. I even I know I know of a couple uh, a person that. Um, shared their like struggle with pornography with their wife and they got into a, a big argument and she brought that up in the argument like looking at porn and da, 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 you're you're addicted Dang, to porn and, yeah. and just like bashed him about all the vulnerabilities that he shared yeah. in a moment of like obviously she did it out of anger. I don't know that she was like really thinking clear but it's like that's why with that type of stuff like and, and I'm I'm, I honestly feel like I want to be able to share that stuff. So ideally, I would love to be able to share all of my struggles and just like whatever. Like I would, I would really love to be able to share that. But it just really depends. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. I think yeah. It depends. I th- yeah. Mm. And I, I, again, I think even even in dating, it's the same concept. But like, you don't share everything up front. For sure. You don't. You don't give. I think Miles just Miles said it a few minutes ago. Like, you don't come to a first date and just the, you know. Word vomit all your emotions. Um, I think you. I think again, like it's a it's a mix of accountability. Like, hey, like you go to your bros for certain things, and at some point, it's like, all right, bro, like you've told me this x amount of times. What are you going to address with your wife? Mm-hmm. I, I I say that constantly. Like I'm always asking that question. You know what I'm saying? Or I, hey, are we venting or are we trying to find a solution? Right? Because a lot of times that solution has to involve. At some point, a, a, you know, a confession or an expression to your to your spouse. Yeah. So I think it's, I think when you get to that place, it's less of should I and more how. Like, not should I share it, but how. No, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's how should I share it. Did you have something? On the mic, yeah. You got to come to the mic. You got to come to the mic. Yeah, you can come to the mic, though. Oh, that's me and oh, all three of us? 
Okay, cool okay. I, I didn't know if you. <laughs> yeah, but this the come on, Elsa. Don't What's do this. your question? Okay. Yeah, you can yeah. simply huh? have a seat next to us. There you go, sis. What's up? What come up, on, Elsa? Nails. Come on, what Nails. up, dog? You better. What up, bro? Come on, cuz. Hi, guys. Okay, so <laughs> what is the root of stoicism, and how do you guys, how would you, like, help heal that in someone that you see with that issue? Like, Where I help heal it. How do you... I think it kind of goes. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I think it goes back again because I because like I was having a conversation with the brother. I said, "Bro, like, where do emotions come from? Let's start there." You know what I'm saying? Because if you, the root of it is God, like He's the one who has we are made in His image, right? We have these emotions and different things like that, and so and but because of the fall, because of the brokenness, other things come in. You know what I'm saying? Anxiety, fear, all these different things, and we see throughout the Scripture over and over again, like different people going through these emotions you know what i'm saying and they're literally expressing their emotions and then you see scriptures such as like um uh, like build and encourage one another up you know um so it's like how do i encourage somebody or build somebody up well one of the parts of it is sharing what you're going through you know what i'm saying so it's just like let's let's go back to where it actually started first you know what i'm saying um, and then go from there. But I also think in the midst of that, like you're hearing them and where they uh, 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 where they got their idea of it from. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then you start to ask certain questions and then you. Yeah. But I think overall, it's a thing of like, let's go back to the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Of this. Um, so, yeah. That's just kind of how I dealt with uh, not dealt with, but I was just kind of talking with that brother about that. The one brother that. Always stoic. Yeah. You you be stoic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so and yeah. Do you have any additional thoughts? Uh what is the root? Um, uh, it's probably a lot of different ones, but I think it's perpetuated. You know, I think it's passed down. I think we we model what we see. Um, and until we collectively start to break that model, um, We'll continue to see this. Um, I think healing it is, I don't know that there's like one way, mm-hmm. um, but I think definitely, you know, again, introspection is a very good weapon uh, when you combat a lot of emotional uh, kind of like things. Still, still people can't introspect. I know, that's the problem, right? That's the problem. But I think, you know, at some point, right, something's going to, you always you always get you always get to a point of contention with something, right? Mm-hmm. And so at some point you you got to make the decision. And so the thought is, if you get to this point where something forces you to be introspective, mm-hmm. that's the kind of the open door that gets you down that path of saying, yeah. "Oh, I've been holding on to things for a while." Yeah. I think a very basic way to do that is conversation. Right. Yeah. Right. That's a very basic way to go about it. Because as you get to talking, you just you start realizing stuff and, and, and talking about things you've been through, right? Yeah. Why did you, you know, what happened here? <clears throat> How did that make you feel? You know, why did it make you feel that way? Do you yeah. still feel that way? Have you, you know, dealt with that, you know, going forward? So I think conversation is a very basic, you know, very basic way to go about healing that. Obviously therapy. Um, but I think 
just conversationally, I think I've had conversations with friends, right? Um, and, and a lot of times it happens, you know, as they're going through something, I hear them emote and then I kind of identify with that emotion that they're expressing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh-oh, now I'm down a pathway. Right. All because of this conversation. So yeah. I think, you know, that vulnerability in conversation with people you're closest to, I think that can open up a door. And a lot of times, whether these, this person is stoic or not, a lot of times you get them talking, they're not realizing what, you don't realize what's happened until it happens. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. You literally don't realize, wow, I just had an emotional breakthrough. Until you're like sitting here connecting dots off of one sense random of freedom starts. Yeah, to come. off yeah. of one random. You say one thing and it's like, oh wait, that connects this. Yeah, this connects this. This, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think just conversation and being once you get to that place of recognition, being intentional about breaking, you know, that perpetual cycle of uh, stoicism or breaking the stigma of like the detriment of being expressive emotionally yeah and i think also too if you can oh you got something you say you got something bit, 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 bit. um i was about to say another thing too i think if you can it's like you also put them in environments where they get to see it happen yep. you know yep. what i'm saying so like y'all uh what's that men's group i'll be seeing you on um sometimes like yeah, 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 two or more, bro. Like, if, if I had a brother like that that was really, like, kind of trying to get up out of that space, For I sure. would bring in the stuff like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because all that is is, from what I've seen, it's a bunch of men having conversations. Yeah. And from what I know about yeah. different men there, I haven't gone, and I've been wanting to go. I sent my email out. I'm going to need y'all to... Be, be, be. <laughs> I, I can't wait. Like They be, been, on, they be on Zoom, too. Oh, uh, no, nah, I need in person. But uh, I'm like, I, I, I'm respect. like... I, I haven't been there, but I'm just like knowing some of the guys there. I'm like, they're expressing their feelings and emotions. So if you get to see that from multiple guys, from multiple backgrounds with different issues and stuff like that's going to be some weight that you leave and say, oh, snap. okay, like this is a real thing. You know what I'm saying? So I think if you're able to like put them in spaces to see what this can look like in a healthy manner, you know what I'm saying? Um, Do it. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I mean, cut you off. But to your point. I remember when we were meeting with the men, you remember back in, like, 2019, like, we had some real, like, we had some real dope, like, breakthroughs. And it was literally just, we would get together, uh, we would get food, pizza, whatever. Yeah. We would come, and we would just, everybody would just open up and share. Like, and what I mean, like, we had some, like, I remember one of my favorite ones, we were talking about that Andy Minio song. And everybody was like, yo, I never, like, you know what I'm saying, thought about, I think it's a, I don't need you, that song. And it was like, uh, so many men, like, everybody in there was like, I've never processed my emotions this way. He was like, they were all like, I've always felt Mm. like I don't want to feel like I have to need somebody else as a man. So, like, getting, to your point, getting men together, you know what I'm saying? And if one person is vulnerable, the domino falls. I promise you. It's Every time. Every time. It may take some weeks, but after, like, the, what, the third or fourth meeting, Dre, Everybody in there was they we was learning stuff about everybody like yeah and it was yeah so yeah well, the only the one thing that I consistently see with like stoic men is that somebody stopped or silenced them at some point in their early childhood yeah for yeah. sure for sure and yeah. like they just decided that they were gonna find a community where their voice could be heard but they were they're all like regurgitating the wrong thing or things that are just not healthy. And it's, so it's, it's mm, really sad yeah. because you can tell that they have something else in them 
but whatever emotion is just so suppressed and they just can't release it. And I just, it's like, I just want to give them a hug. But then again, they piss me off so bad that I'm just like, Lord Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I want to get you help, but I, you also make me so angry. Um, but I think being able to have, like you guys said, a room of men for them to be able to go to is so important for mm-hmm. sure. So. Yeah. But I want to hear what you have to say. So this couch definitely sings men. <laughs> yeah, it does. All right, so I was thinking about, you said, where does it come from? I feel like it was definitely passed down from generations. Um, when you think about the history of mankind, men at first were warriors. You know what I mean? We had yeah. to fight for everything. We had to, like, be prepared for war, all that kind of stuff. So in that, emotions and feelings did not go well with, like, having to be at war, having to, like, fight for your, literally fight for your life, right? And so I think it's 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 been passed down from that same energy, but I think a lot of us need to realize, like, we're not at war anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we're, we're not. We're That's not good. Wow. That's we're good. Not, we're not in the same position where we have to fight for our lives for everything. Like, yeah. Our life isn't constantly on the line. And then it's crazy because if you think about it, how some of them talk about women, it's like they're at war with women. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like they're they're presenting these cases against women and against how these people act and all this kind of stuff and it's like you can see them fighting they're like they're fighting against something right I think one of the ways to combat it though <clears throat> is uh, along with what you guys were saying mm-hmm. is making men feel safe yeah like making yeah. men feel like they don't have to fight anymore and that's kind of what happens in those groups when we link up bro it's like when we all start being vulnerable it becomes a safe space and then men are like their guards are put down yeah. they're no longer in survival mode yeah. and now they're able to actually process and feel yeah. you know what I mean and then to connect with oh this brother's feeling this he's feeling this oh now I can share because I had that same experience, you know what I mean? And so I think, like, being a safe, like, as a woman, like, be a safe pa- space safe space for that man. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, create that space where he can be vulnerable and you don't look at him funny, you don't act funny towards him, and, and like, really let that be a safe space because I feel like that is really the key is, like, that safety because – we are protectors. Yeah. Right? So we so we we protect our emotions by our emotions by holding back. Yeah. Like that's something that we we're wired to protect. So in an unhealthy way, we think, okay, now I gotta protect my emotions. I gotta protect everything. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, that's not always the case. So, yeah. yeah. That's but, good. That's solid. But, G. but even like even like your protector needs protecting. Facts. Yeah. A knight wears armor. You know what I'm saying? Like. Think about you know a, a guard like he has some sort of protection on him. He not lead, they're not they're not you can't protect somebody without proper protection. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like that's what that safety like you're talking about. That's what that that safety is. It's like no, I was just gonna say it's, it's like you brought up the war thing, and it made me think about all these movies that like when the captain or whoever is training their soldiers, one of the main things they always say is turn off all emotions. Yeah. Turn it all off, like be blank, and I'm just like, man, like that is wild. You know what I'm saying? But then also too, it's just like I, I love what you just said, bro. Like it is, it's okay to be weak. Yeah. Like it is yeah. okay to be weak. And then even Paul brings it up too. It's just like what God told him, like yo, like my powers made perfect in weakness, fam. And if that is the case, be weak. 
You know what I'm saying? Be weak and it's okay, you know? So, yeah. I think about Jesus himself, right? Like, they had this perspective of the Messiah coming to rescue and deliver, right? And it was this idea for some of them, they thought they were literally going to war. Yeah. They thought Jesus was going to come and be this great that warrior. That But then he did come like that. It just didn't look like how. Yeah. It, it looked like the healthy way that men should be warriors. We should yeah. fight with all of our emotions. We should fight with love. We should fight with all of these things. These are weapons, you know what I mean, that we can use against darkness, against yeah. the enemy, and against all of that, right? So that idea of, like, we have to put on this mask when Jesus came through and just broke all of that, all the statistics, all the thoughts that we had. Yeah. Um, I think it's just, it's just powerful that he came through in love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, love broke down walls that... That hatred could never. Yeah. Come on. That war could never break down. Come on. Love came through and did all of that, bro. Yeah. That's big, man. That's solid, bro. That's solid. That's good. That's good. Man. I did. He did. He did. I did. Hey, let us encourage you. It's a safe space, bro. Whatever. It's a very safe space. Whatever, niggas. Well. Come on, Shotter. Yeah, we got, we got, some, we got some time. All right. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> Look, she got me two shirts. She definitely gonna be next. <laughs> My press is um, button. Nobody next. I was. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. you're fine. Um, I was actually, I was gonna kind of speak to what you were talking about, and you guys kind of said it. Um, that there's like no, there shouldn't be a place in a relationship where you have expressed something super intimate and vulnerable, and later on down the line, that person brings it back up. That is not love. That is not caring for your heart at all. And that literally will make you put up your defenses if you didn't have one yeah. once yeah. already. Um, so that's like, it's just a big no-no. You do not do that. And I'm sure we've all experienced that at some place, and you've learned, all right, I can't trust you. And if you don't trust him, what do you have after that um but i would say you mentioned and correct me if i'm wrong you you mentioned a fear what like will you think of me different if i express if i'm struggling with such and such um and i think it's a very very valid fear like we were kind of talking about this earlier i think it's a very valid fear and i think that even starting with saying that to to whoever you're with is a first step. And obviously, you have to trust that they're going to take the right step towards you and protecting you in, in that place. Um, that, that's kind of just what I was going to say, is that like we, sure. we really we don't even realize how we can abuse someone's vulnerability and how that can affect somebody. Yeah. Um, and we all require safety in a relationship. You, you have to feel safe to, to feel like you can be your most authentic true self yeah um or you will always wear a mask um and so yeah i i I work with uh, i have clients and i work with them on emotions and things like that and it's 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 so crazy to me how um the relationships they're a part of their families that they're in don't even realize how much damage they have caused to someone's heart you know it's it is it's it's really it, it it hurts to hear it um but it doesn't have to be like that and it doesn't have to stay like that you know it, it takes work so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. That, that, that's good. That. I think uh, the opposite part of that, this is going to sound like, it may, it may not sound that bad. I, I think 
the more you become, mm, I don't want to say comfortable, maybe acquainted with the fact or idea that the closer somebody is to you, the more power they have to hurt you deeply. Um, I think, you you know, that's just kind of like a, a prerequisite kind of sort of, you know what I'm saying? If somebody who I didn't know hit me up and was like, yo, Trey, podcast you want is really terrible. Trash. Trash. Poochies. I'll be like, I'll be like, all right, appreciate it. <laughs> Don't watch. But if my mom or my father came to me and was like, yeah, Trey, like, we're really not feeling the podcast. I'd be like, oh, wait, but why? I was hurt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think the closer somebody is to you, the more power, the more likely it is that they're going to hurt you deeply, mm-hmm. right? It's almost kind of like we have this fairy tale. We kind of set ourselves up for failure. We have this fairy tale idea of, like, our boyfriend, girlfriend, our husband, our wife. Would never. And then, right, yeah. he would never. <laughs> he would. But he would. But he would. And it's not, and it's not always that they mean to hurt you. Yeah. But it's the more you let somebody in, the more guard you're letting down. Yeah. And so the easier the little jabs get to you, right? Little pokes here, little pokes there. Like I, like it's, I, I never forget this. In one week, somebody, two people made the same exact comment to me. One of them was like a friend who like I was cool with, but wasn't super close with. One of them I would consider like one of my closest friends. The comment made me feel completely different. Mm. And it's because I've let you in, right? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so even like it's even, you know, going back to the, you know, you're talking about like, oh, this person, you know, shouldn't bring that up when they're angry against you. They shouldn't. And I'm not excusing it. But I think we have to learn how to walk with somebody even as they're kind of bringing us kind of, you know, some of that pain. And everybody doesn't get that like. Everybody don't get that, right? You, everybody you walk with shouldn't be hurting you. Like everybody you walk with isn't <laughs> yeah. gonna, you know, hurt you in that most deeper inner parts. But like those people close to you, like I think that's the benefit of the close relationship, is that the more you walk with somebody, the more likely they are to bring you pain. But the more you work through the hurt, the more you work through the pain, the deeper the relationship goes. Yeah. And every part of the relationship isn't gonna be painful. Every part of the relationship isn't gonna bring you hurt. But like. My father told me, like, my mother's one of the people who's bringing, who's brought him the greatest joy and some of his greatest stress. But mm-hmm. That's because, like, they care so deeply for one another, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think it's, it's a, it's, what's the, what's the Frankie Beverly and May song, Joy and Pain? You know what I'm saying? Um, that's, y'all know that's that's before me. Oh, no, Frankie Beverly. Y'all know I, Frankie I Beverly and Maze? That's not a popular song. Joy and pain. Joy a, and pain. What? That's not a popular song. I'm too Ooh, young. Child, y'all got to put down young. Megan. I'm that's, too young for that. Y'all put down the city girls and I'm Megan. The TikTok naked. No, the TikTok dances. No, we don't. Y'all know who Frankie Beverly and Maze is? I do. Okay, you know. I'm too young for that. No, you're not. You're old, Caleb. You are so old. <laughs> exactly. So the truth can live here. Facts. <laughs> you. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> oh my god! They didn't let me get my you sunglasses. Will be with me soon. Oh my gosh. Oh, I, oh that's hilarious. I do want to address what you just said. So, yes, 
you can't avoid pain. You can't avoid someone hurting you. That is just a fact. It's going to happen intentional or unintentional. But still, bringing up someone's, like, secret or whatever they told you in an argument, it's just it's poor, wrong. poor. It's yeah. very wrong. It's poor skills. Very wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Wrong. I don't think it's excusable, period. It's it, it just wrong. says it's not acceptable. So, and I think you have to be taught that. And I think it's great for people who are open to therapy and open to being walked with, with the other couples. But I don't think that that. I'm not saying that someone's not going to hurt you, but I am saying that that particular, like, action is not okay. It's like learning how to, uh, I forget where I heard it, but, like, just learn how to fight fair. Yeah, that's you can totally be unfair. angry. Yeah, you yeah. can be angry, but don't, you know what I'm saying, fight fair, bro. Like, you pull out a two by four. Yeah. You bring it out of nowhere. Stuff that I told you back in 2007. Right, right, right. Yeah, right, yeah. Appreciate that, man. Yeah. What's up? What's up, well, anime lover? I guess this is all we've got for everybody today. Dang. Oh, hey. <laughs> Didn't know you were coming. Good. Hello. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. Are you sure? No. Stop touching stuff. Just speak. Dang. <laughs> Did you just cough on the mic? I'm joking. You spreading COVID on my microphone, dog? <laughs> it's always safe. Are you good? Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. (laughs) What's going on? I'm just trying to remember what I was going to talk about. Okay. Okay. I typed it this time. That's a real thing. I feel that. So, um, I kind of was just going to piggyback off of what you said and then kind of what you were just talking about. Um, But I kind of want to play devil's advocate a little bit. So, what you were talking about, that person responding like that, that's about them, right? That's not about anything that you've done as the person that's shared or anything like that. And, um, like, that's, that's them and their insecurities and their poor communication skills or whatever. Um, but what I was going to talk about was how, like, that, like, them responding that way shouldn't stop you from being vulnerable. Because being vulnerable is not a weakness, right? It's a strength. And... It's something that I think that we're supposed to do in order to strengthen the people around us and to strengthen the body of Christ and all that. And I think that the fear of being vulnerable is rooted in shame because the reason why you wouldn't share is because of how it would make you feel, even though sharing and telling your story and telling (coughs) your perspective could actually, like, help somebody. Like, your testimony is, like, Mm. It's what helps people. It's what encourages people. And so um, what I was going to say was that, um, like, if you are going to choose to be vulnerable, because it, it, like, it is a choice. You have to, like, decide, okay, I'm going to share this part of me, whatever. Um, like, you have to, like, keep going. Like, you have to keep going down that path and, like, you know, um, addressing all of your own insecurities and hmm. why you wouldn't share it or why you would be afraid of how somebody was going to react and all of that. And so I would just hate that if you were, and this is like for men and women, if you were vulnerable in a relationship and then that person responded poorly and now you're not going to be vulnerable in the next relationship when that's your strength in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And so 
I know that we're talking about like guy, you know, men being stoic or whatever, but that's always like, that's usually what I hear. It's like, Oh, well she can't handle it. or She's not responding well. And she's, you know, and I'm like, well, I mean, yes, valid. These are all valid. Like people need to get it together. Women need to get it together. Like, Men are, are trying to do better. They're trying to express their emotions better. Like, we can't be responding that way. But at the same token, that can't be the reason why you don't do it again. Because, mm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's why. Uh, but, yeah. Go so ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. But that's all I was going to say <laughs> is that the person responding, because this is for men and women, because I've been vulnerable, and then it's used against me later. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I know one thing that I'm – and it's funny. I used to be like fake vulnerable. So like I used to be like, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm an open book. And I could tell you like what's I've been through and stuff that's happened to me. But like I wouldn't ever really talk about how it actually made me feel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that when I started doing that, I was like, OK, this is actually kind of scary. Um, and so when I started like, you know, talking more about like how I struggle with pride, man, that's the first thing people want to bring back up like if i if i do or say anything kind of funny they're like oh well you're being prideful right now and i'm like uh yeah yeah, you're right but because i've like done the work when someone tries to throw it back in my face i'm like you are correct yeah i need to do better so like back to that other thing i was talking about Mm -hmm. because you're trying to make it about me and it was about you and you know, you're being weird, you know, but anyways, so (laughs) that's kind of what I was going to say. No, for sure. I was about to say, that's why I'm also, I'm a big proponent. I said this a couple of days ago too. It's just like, if you're expressing yourself, I was specifically talking to the man, but again, it goes both ways. But like, if you're expressing yourself with someone, whether it be in a relationship or just like a friendship or whatever the case may be, and they don't allow you they don't allow you in the sense that like to express yourself. Yeah. I think a conversation needs to be had. Yeah. And if they're still not trying to allow it, cut them off. Yeah. Like you're not the problem. Like they are the problem. Get up out of there. Yeah. She ain't worth it. My guy, you know what I'm saying? Like it. So yeah, get up out of there. You no. Know, so I'm, yeah, I'm here for that. I'm so here for that. I have one more thing. I just, <laughs> I just want to share how frustrating it is. When a guy, this is, and this is me taking personal offense, but when guys be like, oh, I didn't tell you that because I was afraid it was going to hurt your feelings. Wait, what? Say that again? I, they'll be like, oh, I didn't tell you the truth because I was afraid it was going to hurt your feelings. But I'm like, yeah, you lied to me. Yeah, that's that <laughs> like, bull. My oh. feelings are hurt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, and so then there's that too. Like, okay, yeah, sometimes the truth, the truth hurts. So, I would rather you, like, I feel more cared about if you're like, I'm going to tell you the truth up front to your face yes, because I respect you as a human being (laughs) and not wait or drag it out because I feel like you may or may not be that mad later. Like, that's so... And the arrogance to think that I know how you're going to feel. Yeah, like, exactly. That part, yeah. Like, I might... (laughs) I might react well. Differently. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. like, yeah. You might Facts. tell me the truth and I might be like, dang, like that sucks, but. Thank okay. you for sharing. Like, yeah, like let's, yeah. let's figure this out. And the thing is too, it's like, well, or what if I am mad? Am allow I not, you to be. Am I allowed to be mad? Yeah, allow at you to be mad. Right. Poor information. Like, so. I don't know. It's <laughs> at poor <too> cool. information. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it can, it can 
anything. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Terrible way to put but that. Yeah, but it's I funny. Just going back to like, I think our expectations, we should, I, I think, I like to think that like every single person I meet is going to hurt my feelings at some point. Like it's not like because they want to, it's not because I've done something, but just because like that's, Humanity, like yeah, it's like you're a yes. person. So you're broken. They I, have the capacity yeah. to. Yeah, and so yeah. if someone All hurts up. my feelings, I'm not like, oh my god, how could you? You know, it's like, where did this come from? Yeah, like no way. <sighs> I didn't you think know? that you would so, do this in a broken world. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what do you mean? What do you mean? Saying, oh no, no, where did this come from? Not today. <laughs> Anyways, so I think that it's it's a lot. You know, we have to like adjust and have realistic expectations about how people are going to respond yeah. to the poor information. Appreciate that. But also to you know, just need to do better. Yeah, that's good. Thank you, ma'am. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Yes. Well, one one thing I will say to what she said. I know you were playing devil's advocate, but just reiterate that you know. I agree that vulnerability is, you know, that's something you, you can only do it by doing it, right? You can't wait for somebody to do something for you to do it. But on the same on the same token, like, we do have a part to play in, like, helping people be vulnerable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Like, you, you do have a, a, a part to play in that. Uh, but, yeah, man, any yeah. parting remarks? Be vulnerable, Nick. Be vulnerable, nigga. Got it. Respectfully. Okay. Shouts well. out to the Red Pill. Yes. Shouts out to y'all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this has been another episode of Black Men Do Talk, where we have overdue conversation from a today. black man's perspective. That's that awkward, I do that all My name is Trey. This gap was not just for the hot seat, but also for my nigga Mitchell who's on tour. Smiles and hugs and PIA is coming to a city you make sure you go support. Come on, somebody. Otherwise, like, subscribe, comment. We will catch y'all in the next episode. Be vulnerable this week, niggas. Be vulnerable. Be vulnerable.